fangirls! I am back from my staycation for a week. I decided to take a break on the podcast and it was so refreshing and so rejuvenating. I feel like I have this creative energy, a new creative energy. I don't know, there there's something to resting and to truly like stepping away from something that lets you kind of be propelled and wanting to go back into it again. But first of all, I want to welcome you if you're new to the podcast. My name is Rebecca and this is the Fangirl League. This is the podcast that we are united by the stories we love and the experiences that we share. Today's podcast episode is fandoms that give spring. I'm going to be sharing with y'all my favorite books, movies, shows, games that really get me into the spring season, um, the genres that I gravitate towards. But first, I wanted to do a little bit of a life update and a little bit of like a fangirl update. For a life update, last week was awesome. Basically did a staycation because my sister and her brother-in-law, or her brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, her husband, came to visit us. This is the first time they've come to visit us in our new place, so it was kind of cool to show them around our house, give them the grand tour, show them all the things that we love, not only about our house, but about the area that we live. We live in a really awesome place that is great for hiking, so we did a little bit of that and a little bit of sightseeing of the mountains as we were going to the hike. It's really cool because we're about 20 minutes from the Smoky Mountains, I believe. So we did a little bit of hiking, and then we are about a half an hour from on the outskirts of like Lexington, Kentucky. So what's really nice about where we live is if you want to go into the city, you totally can and it's not a headache to do so. And that's what we did. We decided to go into Lexington. We did some shopping at the nicer areas there, which they do have some like really awesome shopping areas. And then they have this place, I believe it's in downtown Lexington called the Distillery District. But it's been like growing a lot since we've been here. Just in the past five years, they've opened a whole building full of like, it's like a coffee shop. I believe there are restaurants and other distilleries besides what was there before. But there's a pizza place there called Goodfellas. They are famous for how big their pizza is. So it's really fun. You you can basically have one slice to yourself and that fills you up. And then after that, we got a couple of drinks and then we hit up Crank and Boom, which is the ice cream place there. And they have just some really classic Southern flavors. My favorite flavor that they have is called Gooey Butter Cake. And oh my gosh, it is delectable. That's a word, right? It is so amazing. I love ice cream, especially as it gets warmer, and last week it ended up warming up, which is my second update. The weather is finally getting great, and it's so great that you step outside and you feel the sun warming your skin. I love that feeling, and I'm so excited 
And maybe that's another reason why I feel just so energized today is because the weather has been so good. My last update is just looking ahead. Derek and I have a lot of house projects to do. And so I am mentally and physically (laughs) gearing up for that. One thing that we're doing is we're painting our house. So we bought a new construction, but what we didn't know is that when we bought it, the walls weren't painted. We thought that they were, but we found out from a neighbor about a year. No, it wasn't a year. It was like last fall that they didn't paint the house. They painted like the baseboards and the trim and everything, but not the walls. So that is a project that we're tackling and I'm really nervous about it. That's just because I'm like super clumsy. I've never painted a house before. I don't want to mess it up because a house is literally the biggest thing you own. Like to mess it up (laughs) or to like clumsily like knock over a jar of paint or something that that is my fear but Derek is remaining really positive about it and I'm so thankful because I'm I think I'm more just a little bit more nervous than I am excited about it but he's like let's do it it'll be like a cute first house thing that you know a couple does together so I'm trying to get in that mind frame um and I'm yeah I'm so thankful that Derek has that perspective because He brings me down to earth a lot. A couple other things is we've been waiting for the ground to get warm enough to plant another round of grass seed. And it looks like this week will be the week. So praying, crossing fingers that we will get grass because I love grass. Just the way it feels on bare feet. Of course, you pick up dog poop first before you go out in your bare feet and walk all over it. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. And then another project is painting our fence, which we will not be doing by ourselves. We will be hiring a company to do so. But that is just something else that another change that would be happening. Okay, for a little fangirl update, I am coming to the close of my Disney era and I am a little sad but I'm also a little excited. I've been in a book slump and I've been slowly kind of going through books, especially last month. It was kind of a slow month for me. I have been reading a book called Becoming and Beholding by Ruth Cho Simmons. And it's just this devotional that I've been doing with my devos. It's been good and it's been helping me continue to power through to my book goal. It's not even that I have to power through it because it's a very enjoyable book, but I've been leaning into re-watching Disney movies because I've been in my book slump. However, the past two-ish weeks, I'll say, I have been a little more antsy to start reading again because I really loved the routine I had at the beginning of the year It was just so refreshing and my life felt very exciting. So last night I kind of restarted and I got into Lord of the Rings. I plan on rereading that. I'm so excited. I love just the movies. I love the music. And I've even been seeing some videos lately of the cast, like some of the cast um, in interviews and also just like hanging out together. The fact that they hang out 
post movie I think is so cool and just shows you how great of an experience on the movie set that they have but I actually wanted to share a couple of my favorite Disney rewatches before we go into today's content so we ended kind of the Disney era or I ended the Disney era by watching the Chronicles of Narnia Derek hadn't seen the second and third movies so I watched the first movie and then he joined me on the second and third but my favorite rewatches during my Disney era have been Cinderella, the old or original version, and then the live action one. Because of Winn-Dixie, which I don't know if this was necessarily like Disney, but it's on Disney+. Plus. The Parent Trap, so cute. The Frozen Saga, like all Frozen, has been my favorite. The setting is so transportive and cozy. I love the found family vibes. I love that it's it features sisters who are both heroines in their own way. I love the personal journeys that they both go through. I love that there's romance and I love that there's humor. Also, the live action Lady and the Tramp. I think this is one of another live actions they did that they did really well. I don't love a lot of the live actions that Disney has done. But when they make it its own kind of product, its own story, is when I appreciate it a lot. That's why I like the live action uh, Cinderella because they didn't try to copy the original story. They made it like its own thing and added details that were really helpful for the overall story. So that was really fun to watch was the Lady and the Tramp because they did the same thing. And it was really fun because Soren actually decided to watch it with me and that was so cute him like coming in and sitting on we have this big chair in our living room he came in and sat on the big chair he had his head propped up on the armrest and was just like watching the whole time and I just loved it I got a little video of it so that was really fun and then lastly Christopher Robin I love this movie it's about basically what matters most in life which are people the people you love and making good memories with them and just making sure that they come first. So I've been in my Disney era. Right now I'm reading Lord of the Rings. Next is Crescent City, which I'm really, really excited for. This is the last Sarah J. Mass universe that I have to read to catch up before any new things come out. And I'm really excited and really nervous. I am nervous because I started reading it, I believe, last year, and it was really overwhelming for me. There's just like a ton of world building, and it just feels like you don't really get warmed up to the story or the characters. At least that's how it felt when I read it the first time. But this time, I decided I'm going to listen to the audiobook and like read it on my Kindle so that just the reading comprehension is a little bit better. Sometimes when I listen to an audiobook, I understand a little bit more of what's happening. And I'm able to do that at my own pace until I get a handle of kind of what's going on, the characters, the setting, etc. I did this for Lord of the Rings the first time I read it through, and it was immensely helpful because that was a book I did want to read as a teenager. And I ended up putting it down because it w- I just felt like it was too hard. So that is my plan. 
in terms of content, like what I'm reading and the things I'm fangirling about. (laughs) But to today's topic, fandoms that give spring. These are a list of books, movies, shows, and games that really help me get spring vibes. A lot of these books are either classics, romances, children's and middle grade literature, city settings, or just like, honestly, I think spring is very hopeful. So if a book kind of falls under that category generally, um, I love to read it in spring and I gravitate towards it. So the first category that I have is books. And the number one I had on there was The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. I think this is a great read, especially at the beginning of spring when it's still pretty rainy because in my mind, the way I imagine the setting in this book is that it's like rainy New York City and it does take place in New York City. So it kind of falls under that itch I have to read books that are in a city setting. It has some fantasy elements, but I think the majority of it is like romance. The second book I had on here is Redeeming Love. This is a historical romance based on the Bible book of Hosea. So it's very kind of parallel to it. Although I will say it goes in a lot deeper. There is a lot of like mental health journey that goes alongside in this book, which I also really love because there is that glimmer of hope there because she has this mental health journey and she is given hope by the main character, by given a new home. And so not only that, but at the end of the book, she ends up bringing like hope to others. And I really, really love that. That's why this book is a great read for spring. The next one I have is Pride and Prejudice. This book is very spring-like because for me, like romance, like romance genre in general is just like scream spring and this is also a classic so it's kind of cool that you have like those two together it's something it's a book that makes you think another series that i had on here is the heroes of olympus now don't read this series until you have read percy jackson because you'll need a little bit of a backstory and percy jackson gives you that backstory and gives you that world building however i love this series because even though it doesn't solely take place in a city, um, it's not solely like a romance. It does have a little bit of romance in it. It does, it is, I think it's considered middle grade literature. And I love that it also gives hope too, because it gives hope that people from very different views and backgrounds and can come together and really work together. And I really like that. The next one I had on my list is A Fault in Our Stars. This is also a tragedy. I, I guess that's another thing that I like reading in the spring is like tragedies, which is kind of depressing, but tragedies are really there for readers to think a little bit deeper about life and understand what really matters and understand ourselves a lot better. Another series I had in here is The Mortal Instruments. Now this is a series I DNF'd because 
I don't love a love triangle. And I think this, if I remember correctly, this series had a love triangle in it. But the great thing about this series is that it is a cityscape and it is also about hope in a lot of ways. So it's a really fun series to get into. It's very, very fantasy related and roots. There are romance in it. It is very adventurous. I actually really liked the first two books. And then lastly, two children slash middle grade literature that I have on here is Because of Winn-Dixie and Wonder. These are both also about hope. Now, along with books, I think that there are a lot of movies that are really fun to watch in the spring. I'm going to say Disney just because I've been in my Disney era, but also because Disney is mostly geared towards children, but Pixar, I think, also is really great for adults because they try to find themes that will apply to both children and adults. And I think it kind of fits in that category of like asking deep questions and really challenging how you live in order for us to live better. However, other movies that I had on this list were Little Women. It's a classic and especially the new one really has like spring vibes about it. The older one I feel is very much like a winter movie because if I remember correctly, the majority of it happens during like colder months. It is a very just like cozy winter vibes movie. But that is on my list. I think Pride and Prejudice is another great one along with that Sense and Sensibility. I love Sense and Sensibility. I love Emma Thompson's performance in that movie. I also just, I love the sisters and I love how they both find love. It's just a really great movie. Another movie or movies that I had were The Fantastic Beasts. This is also a movie about hope and a movie that has a cityscape in it and it's one of my favorites to watch in the spring. For shows, I had two shows on here. One is Bridgerton. Honestly, Bridgerton, just like everything Bridgerton is spring to me. (laughs) Just like the bright colors, all the flowers, like it is the epitome of spring. And it's been really fun to watch so far. I love it for, I mean, not only the stories of all the siblings, because it's fun that it focuses on a family and you get to see like how all the siblings change and but I also really love the costumes and the settings that they choose because they're just so vibrant and unique. It's just so fun. Another one that I had on here was Mandalorian. And I love the first and second season. We're watching the third season and it's not hitting the same. It's like not the same vibes. But I totally understand like why they went this way in terms of writing because The Mandalorian is supposed to be about the Mandalorians. But I would say, like, I think it's a really great spring show. It's very lighthearted and also appropriate for kids. So, yeah. My last category is games. The first game that I have on here is Elder Scrolls, which if you know Skyrim, Elder Scrolls is the game that came after Skyrim, and it is the online version that you can play with your friends, basically. I think that this falls in the category of spring because it is very, like, lighthearted. Um, 
I think the colors and the music are very different around this game. And it's also really fun that you could just like play with your friends. But I think it's a great game for spring for those reasons. Another game that I had on here is Minecraft. And specifically, if you're like me and you live in a climate where the first half of spring is like pretty rainy, Minecraft is just like one of those games that's very atmospheric and it is my rainy day game that I love to play with other people. So a lot of the times like Derek and I will get on together in our Minecraft world and we'll mine and just explore and it's just it is so fun. Um, it is also very much about like new beginnings which is also very springy and that's because you have to start at square one. You have to learn how to like fend for yourself, feed yourself, provide for yourself. That is what new beginnings are about. That's kind of what spring is a little bit about, new beginnings. A third one that I had on here is a game called Anthem. This is a sci-fi, it's kind of sci-fi, kind of fantasy game where you are rebuilding a world that has been destroyed after like a huge war has happened and so like Minecraft it's about new beginnings. The last game I have on here and it wouldn't be proper if I didn't have an Assassin's Creed game listed but this is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Along with the new beginnings theme Valhalla is a great game because it is about new beginnings. It's basically when the Vikings decided to leave Scandinavia and go down to England, they, I don't remember if they had an agreement or, no, okay, so the Vikings that came before them left them land and they have to start from the beginning and kind of grow, you have to grow your settlement, so also new beginnings along with that theme. I love it, it is very atmospheric, just like Minecraft they did a, an amazing job with the setting, with the characters. It's very much in line with if you have watched the Viking show. Like, it won't be hard to kind of be in that game and be in that world because you'll understand a lot of why, like, Vikings do what they do and their beliefs. I also really love it because that is where some of my ancestors came from. So to kind of see that world way back when um is really sweet and there are a lot of recognizable things in the game so they kind of talk about cultural things that we know today so they talk about the hundred acre wood and so when you're in where the inspiration for Winnie the Pooh was I think there's like a little pop-up on the screen and it like tells you like this was the inspiration for the hundred acre wood or whatever and that is just so fun to kind of to kind of understand the inspiration behind a lot of those stories that we know today. And there are a lot more pop-ups like that. I believe there's one for like Stonehenge. I want to say there's like a ton more, but it is really cool to, to see that in action and to be in that game. I love the soundtrack for that game. Okay, well I think that is the last for this episode. It is a bit short and I'm so curious what fandoms or books or movies that you guys think give spring. I did ask uh, in a question box a while back, but honestly, it, 
it got lost and I just decided I kept pushing this episode back and then I was like, you know what, I'm just going to share mine. I actually want to do the question box again and see what books, movies, and shows you love watching in spring. What are the things that you gravitate towards as the earth is reawakening again from just going to sleep for a couple months. But anyway, thank you so much for watching this episode. If you've been a faithful fangirl follower and if you are a new follower, I just want to say welcome to the Fangirl League.